Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Uncorked with Funny Wine Girl. This is Funny Wine Girl, a.k.a. Janine Luby. And uh, we're entering the month of March. Well, not when I'm recording this, but when you're hearing it, it's the month of March. Uh, it, hopefully we've made it this far. Otherwise, Janine, you did great. You, did, you had a nice life. I know I'm going morbid here, but you know, 51, some days I feel like I'm heading toward the grave. I don't know, <laughs> but that's a hell of a way to get started, isn't it? No, March is an awesome month because there's so much going on. We look forward to spring. We look forward to it's National Women's History Month, and it's a great time to celebrate women, although that's what I like to do every week on my podcast, quite frankly, which is why I focus on having female guests and having them talk about everything that they do in their lives so that we can hopefully inform, entertain, and inspire you. But March is National Women's History Month. There are a lot of women who start their own businesses. And I feel like I read an article the other day, it's increasing the number, which is fantastic. So tonight I'm going to introduce you to two women who have a very cool business. Um, and I always like to talk a little bit up, up front about how I meet my guests, because one thing, and I will continue to say this every week, because I do think it's so important that it's great how we can connect with people. You meet someone, you don't know if you'll ever see them again, or you, you maybe you get their business card, you put it in your purse and you're like, eh, you never know how you're going to get connected and how you can help one another. So several months ago, my friend Tina, who's been a guest on the podcast, she's a romance author. She saw something on Facebook about a place called Village Venue in Scott Township, Pennsylvania. It was a holiday-like marketplace. She sent it to me. I was interested. I reached out. And this is how I met Sarah. Sarah manages um, the Village Venue, which is a, a place, an entertainment place that you can book for a variety of events. And we met and we talked about um, doing a show. So I'm actually going to be doing a ladies' night, March 30th, Bad Axe Ladies where you can listen to comedy, you can throw axes, you can have some drinks, you can just be a badass. So that is how I met Sarah. So I want to introduce you to my two guests tonight, Sarah Schwartztrauber and Cassie Wilkins, who are business partners. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hi, Janine. How are you both? Great. Doing well tonight. How are you? Good, good. Doing fantastic. Although I started off great. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm hopefully I'm alive in March and, you know, I'm going <laughs> to die. And you're probably like, what the hell is with this lady? I don't know. You I never know. <laughs> but I think, thank you, Cassie. That was kind of my point. You just don't know. We're recording this yeah. in February. It airs in March. I hope I'm alive to hear it, but you never know. Nothing's guaranteed, right? <laughs> we hope so too, but make yeah. the most of every day, right? I, I like that philosophy, make the most of every day. And so what I'd like to do in the beginning, because while I did meet, I met Sarah in person. This is my first time meeting Cassie on Zoom here. Sarah and I met at Village Venue. We talked about doing the uh, the event and I was up there at one event after that. Um, so I've met Sarah and talked a little bit, first time meeting Cassie, but I don't really know either of you, like your background and stuff. So if you don't mind, just to let our listeners get a feel for, you know, your background and how you guys met. Sarah, if you want to start, just tell us a little bit about yourself, if you're from the area and, and how you met Cassie and then Cassie, I'll ask the same of you. Okay. Yeah. So I am from the area. Um, I grew up in Clifford Township. Um, you know, Cassie and I have been best friends since like fourth grade forever. <laughs> um, and yeah, I live in Harford now uh, with my family and I'm juggling family and my own business and managing the village. 
So you have a lot on your plate there, obviously, which a lot of women do, but we always have to like try to remember not to overload the plate, right? <laughs> so yeah. it doesn't smash. <laughs> but uh, but that's great. I cannot believe you guys have been friends since fourth grade. So Cassie, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm guessing you're also from Clifford, maybe? <laughs> I am. Yes. I'm born and raised in Clifford. Um, I grew up in my family's small business. Um, we had the hardware store in town. Um, so that was fantastic experience. You get to know everybody in town. It's a really close-knit community. And um, that's part of what made us want to start and bring something new to the area. So you, let me, before we talk about your business and what you guys do together, so your, is, is it your parents, Cassie, that had a, a hardware business, you said? Uh, it was way back. My grandfather started the hardware store. Um, I grew up there. We're not a part of it anymore. Um, so we had some big life changes and it was really exciting to start something on my own. Well, it's nice though to have something in your, it's like that entrepreneurial spirit in your blood, or at least to understand the hard work and what's involved in running a business, especially, and like, I like what you said, you got to know people in town. It's so mm -hmm. important being part of the community and letting people get to know you. And, you know, it's, it's really key. So you guys, I should mention your, is it endless mountain axe throwing? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So endless mountain axe throwing. So first off, you know, you've been friends since you're in fourth grade. So what better business partner than your friend? Although I'll admit, I don't know that I'd want to be business partners with many of my friends. So clearly you guys know each other and are comfortable with each other's uh, qualities. But tell me first how you guys came to decide to do this together because you're friends and you could be support for one another, but you're doing this together. And then what led you to this particular type of business? So it was my idea first. I, um, went on a date night with my husband um, and we went ax throwing and we had such a blast. And I was like, why isn't there anything like this up by us? You know, we live in the middle of nowhere and you either have to drive 30 minutes North or South to get to anywhere. <laughs> um, so, you know, I kind of like, I don't know, threw around this idea in my head, like about starting my own ax throwing business. And when I had like a clear vision, I knew I couldn't do it alone, um, and Cassie is the only person that I could think of that I would want to be in business <laughs> with. <laughs> um, we uh, we work really well together. Like we know each other so well, so we're okay to call each other out on our shit. Like yeah, if yeah. if one person doesn't agree, you know, we could talk it through, and it's we've always been like that. So. Yeah, it was definitely, yeah. I was kind of just like your hype girl with all mm -hmm. your ideas. You were sort of brainstorming to me and I was like, yes, that's perfect. And you're like, why don't you do this with me? <laughs> and how could I not? They were all really great ideas. So, and we should be clear what you guys do. So you have endless mountain axe throwing. So you're mobile. So you can go to people uh, right now. Um, well, I think your, your uh, targets are located right now at village venue, right? People can go there to throw axes, but then you'll start, I believe in the springtime, right? Maybe around May is it that you start to go out so you can take them out to people who want to yeah. actually have it as their own event, right? Yeah. What kind of, so, I mean, when I think about it, I think it's great for like all kinds of parties, whether it's just women or if it's a mix of men and women or even uh, corporate team building college campuses. So do you guys pretty much go anywhere the client or customer wants you to? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have done um, a college before and it was so great. Um, we have done graduation parties. 
Um, we've been to a couple fairs, um, a winery, a um, country music festival. Um, I mean, really, axe throwing has been great at any of those events. That People mm -hmm. really love it. It's really, it can be intimidating at first, but literally anyone can do it. Mm -hmm. um, we have, you know, fake foam targets. Even little, little kids can participate. Um, and anyone, we had a 90-year-old great-grandmother oh, yeah. <laughs> at one of our grad parties just blow everyone out of the water. She did so well. Anyone wow. in between. Yeah. <laughs> Ages that's, 9 to 90. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So, and that's interesting. I should tell people to keep an eye out for you because you guys could be at a fair. You could be like one of the vendors, right, that are there. So people could, that's a great thing for them to do. Someone who just wants to give it a try or maybe just do yeah. it, like throw a couple throws, right? Yeah. So you guys had to, so when you had the idea, I know, Sarah, you said you were on a date night. So obviously you had fun. You enjoyed it. Did you have to do any kind of like, uh, or did you do any kind of like training for this or how did you get prepared so that you'd feel comfortable? Cause yeah, obviously you don't want anyone taking a toe or an ear off, you know, doing a Van Gogh kind of thing. <laughs> so how did you prepare for that? So, I mean, there's a lot of information on the internet, which is great. Um, I went on the world ax throwing league, <laughs> website and they have um, a certification on there. So I took the certification and I'm actually a, um, a certified coach for ax throwing. Um, and on top of that, it's just practice. Um, we're really good coaches. You know, we can tell if somebody needs to take a step back or take a step forward, maybe switch out one of the axes for a heavier or lighter one. Like a lot of different things um, go into it. And People are usually very open to our coaching, which is great. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. Uh, what would you say, Cassie? What are some tips, like if someone was listening right now, you said pretty much any age could do it, right? Any person could do it, even so you don't have to be like, have like biceps that are like a tree trunk, right? Anybody could do it. Right. What are some, like, is it about the, more important about the form or how they're holding it? I mean, I think the biggest point is just to relax. You don't want to overthink it. You know, it's a forward motion. It's much more about the finesse than it is about power. That's why the ladies actually tend to do much better. <laughs> Not this lady. Let me tell you, I, I did it in 44, a couple of years ago. They were one of the first around here, the Hatchet Factory, and then Electric City Axe Throwing in Scranton, where I've done two ladies' nights in comedy. And I, when I get one, I'm like, woohoo, you think I just cured cancer. I'm so excited. Well, not, okay. No offense. I mean, that was too much. Not, not that excited, but very excited. But most of mine go on the floor. But I think I do what you said not to do, Cassie. I overthink it. Yeah. Yeah. Like people are in our heads. Do I start forward with? And it's, it's like, it's just the forward. Just feel it. You got it. <laughs> Now, with the hatchet factory, I remember the first time I tried it, I wasn't doing well. And I was like, oh, this sucks. But once I got it and I got into a groove, oh, my God, I actually had a couple bullseyes and I loved it. But I know for knowing me, it did take a while for me to warm up because mm -hmm. I was just like overthinking it, which you should just do it and have fun. And of course, be safe, right? You want people to be careful. Yeah, that's number one. It's great to see people's progression, though. Just like you said, you know, somebody will start really nervous or think like, oh, I can't do this. This will never work, you know, and then they get better and better and you watch them make a really great shot. And that's like the best feeling that you help them get there. 
And you must be, if you're doing this like graduation parties, you go out, you're part of uh, a family or a couple or an organization's like really fun kind of event. So that must feel really nice too, to be bringing them something that they're just really having a good time and, and blowing off some steam. Oh yeah. We've had amazing times at all the events that we've been to. Like all of the the families that we've met, they're, they're so welcoming. They're so nice. Like, you know, it's like being invited to their party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We love a good party. Yeah. <laughs> and that can't hurt, right? In this line of business, you get to have a good time and help them have a better time. And that was one of my goals. <laughs> if, if I'm going to run my own business, I want to do something fun. <laughs> Well, that, and that's a great, I mean, I think that's an important thing to say, even though we're like serious, uh, but thinking about what people choose to go into, if you're not enjoying it, you can't, how can you succeed? Right. So you guys are doing something that's fun. So you want to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Let me ask you, and I know from, uh, I know at the hatchet factory in electric city, they allow people to bring, you know, their own beverages and drinks and things. And I know there are places I think in Philadelphia, King of Prussia, where they actually have bars. And I know I've heard people, friends of mine are like, Oh, what a great combo booze and and a sharp object. That's great. (laughs) And get some kids running around. Now you've got a real party. Um, so do you ever, and I know I, I remember asking the guys at electric city and they said, honestly, they haven't had much trouble with this. You know, some people who maybe the light's not completely on upstairs will say that like actually pick up the ax by the sharp end. Like that's kind of like, a. I wouldn't, I think you, you probably know enough not to do that, yeah. but have you ever been concerned or do you ever worry about like, cause there's always, there's always that one guy at a party or girl and they're just like, oh. right, cut that person off. <laughs> yeah, we've, it, it hasn't happened a lot this past summer. I would say maybe twice. Like we had some guy who just like, he brought the axe over his head and he dropped it behind him. And like, we're like, do I have to cut you off already? That was like your first attempt at throwing. Um, and he was not pleasant to deal with. Um, and then there was another guy who seemed totally normal when he was like signing the waiver. And then as soon as he got up there, I don't know if like all the alcohol kicked in then, but like all of a sudden me and Cassie looked at each other and we were like, um, I don't think he's okay. <laughs> um, and it, I hate having to be the person to be like, okay, I think you're done. Cause you never know how they're going to react, but we haven't had any issues like that. Yeah. We're lucky. Um, it's been so few. Yeah. Yeah. But you definitely have to be in a situation where safety has to come first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You need to be assertive and be like, you know, here's a refund. This isn't a great idea right now. <laughs> Try us yeah. at a different event, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's good that you haven't had any real major incidents, just a couple of things. But like you said, Cassie, that's a great point. You don't, I mean, you don't want to step on people's toes. You don't want people to get mad. But at the same time, everyone's overall safety is most important. And you right. certainly don't want an injury or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we hear that a lot. You know, everybody joking, oh, booze and sharp objects. Like, but in saying that, that kind of goes back to like, it really loosens people up, you know, having a few drinks, like any other yard game or party game, you know what I mean? Some people do a little bit better when they can kind of, you know, relax. step out of their comfort zone. Yeah, relax and try something new. And most people do really well. Yeah. Hey, 
I mean, for people who are trying to get dates out there and mix in, huh? it's been years of, well, let me have a drink first. So if you want to throw a, throw an axe, it's a very similar thing. <laughs> let, me, let me relax with a drink first. But and yeah. I mean, in all seriousness, if people are, unless you're completely plastered, as long as you're like being responsible and, you know, and, and listening to you guys, the coaches and yeah. being careful with, because I know that's a couple times I've thrown, you'd have to really be doing some crazy stuff to hurt somebody. I mean, or yourself, because really you're just throwing it and it just falls to the floor. Like when I wasn't hitting the target. It's not like I was throwing it at anybody. I didn't land on my toes. So, I mean, you do have to be careful, but I think you'd have to work kind of hard to really hurt someone. (laughs) Absolutely. There's a lot of people, like the people who are really scared, like this last event that we had on Saturday, there was like multiple girls who were like really scared to throw. And I was like, you're only going to hurt the wood. (laughs) Like it's, I'm like, you're not going to throw it at your feet. I'm like, you just need to let it go. You're only going to hurt the wood. You're not going to hurt anything else. And they did great. They ended up sticking it a couple times. They ended up doing probably one of the better um, throwers of the night. Yeah. Oh, man. The college girls were just Mm -hmm. killing it. They did so great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I, like I said, I know when I did get it to stick, it just, it's a cool feeling. Like you're like with anything, when you're trying out a new sport or a hobby or whatever, you're like, oh, cool. I did that. You know, and it just, it feels good. And it's a fun, fun night to do something different. Mm -hmm. So your, so your targets are at village venue and how long, so they will be there up until May and then they'll come back in when it gets cooler. Is, is that how it works or? We hope so. Yeah. In the future, we plan to kind of make that our winter base. And in the summer, we'll be traveling for, to mobile events. So typically, what would you suggest for people who want to book you guys? Like how far in advance? Because I would imagine your, your summer is going to get pretty busy. Definitely, yeah. Summertime, you want to book way ahead of time, um, as far ahead as you can. As soon as you know, have a party date, that's a great time to reach out to us um, to make sure we can um, solidify that weekend just for you. Um, the winter's a lot more flexible because we don't have to set up the entire enclosure and targets each time. Um, so we can squeeze in a lot more time slots in the winter months. Okay. We already have have a couple events booked in the summer. So like as far as like September, um, September, August, and I think June, we even have some stuff booked. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So people really, they're listening to this in March. It's a good idea to reach out to you guys like soon, right? Yes. Yes. And, um, (laughs) Really reaching out to us on Facebook is probably the best um, or email. Um, I answer either one of them relatively quickly. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's great. And um, I was going to ask a question. My God, this is my brain. It completely like froze there. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What was my question going to be? I wonder. Hmm, Interesting. Um, I don't know. Uh, Well, I wanted to ask you guys. So, what would you say you mentioned earlier about being able to work together and because you can kind of like say what you can be honest. It sounds like you can be honest with each other. Have you found it to be going? I mean, every business, I don't care if you're by yourself, if you have partners, it's, it's hard work. It's, it's not, even though you're having fun, it is hard work to run a business, any business. Mm -hmm. Do you find any kind of challenges that you didn't expect or how has it been since you've been doing it now for a little bit? Um, I, I completely expected this issue, but our, um, our schedules, like with our families, um, you know, last summer being our first summer, um, doing this was so, it was so fun, but it was so hectic at the same time. We said yes to everything. Yeah. Yeah. There was not one event that we said no to. 
Um, and I have one, you know, one one-year-old. Cassie has two kids herself. Mm -hmm. You know, we still want to have that family time. Um, and that was, and Cassie works on top of that too. <laughs> so, it, yeah, that was difficult. <laughs> but I think and, as far as um, communicating, I think we do mm -hmm. really well. Um, we've sort of like fit into the roles that we do best at. You know, I drive the big truck in the trailer and <laughs> Sarah does most of the online work and, you know, reaching out to people. And we, we were in cheerleading together in high school. So we just, we know each other so well. We're not mm -hmm. afraid to say, hey, I need help with this or we need to do this differently. So I'm really thrilled with how we've done so yeah. far. And that's great that you can identify. I think that's where we get ourselves into trouble, like not knowing what we're not wanting to admit maybe what we're not great at, but the other person is. And it's like, well, I do this and she does that. Amy, mm -hmm. and you're not fighting over it. It's like, okay, this is what works. So it, that's great that you know what, what your, your strengths are and, and who can do what and then work together. Um, I think I remember what I was going to ask and Cassie, because you said it, I remember when I met Sarah, she mentioned this giant truck and she <laughs> drive that thing. Like how, cause I saw the, tar like the targets. I'm like, wow, what kind of vehicle do you need to like bring all that stuff? That's gotta be a pretty big truck, right? I do. I've always been a truck girl. Um, my husband has a, a big GMC diesel truck. And then we bought a 12-foot trailer that we've got to fit all our equipment in. Um, so that's been an adventure, learning how to maneuver that with the trailer this summer. It's very um, impressive, though. I could never do it. I absolutely could never drive the truck. <laughs> I love it, honestly. I feel really empowered knowing that I'm capable, you know, to do those things. That is, that's a badass bitch right there. I'm like, yeah, if you can yeah. drive that. Like I couldn't even drive the truck. Never mind bringing a trailer. Like I'd be, yeah. So that, that's actually, and I, I hate to say that in one way, cause it's kind of condescending because women can do anything, but you just don't see that as much. I don't think women driving, you know, and that's pretty, that's a big deal. Like that's a lot to maneuver. <laughs> and I do have to credit a few really, really patient men, including my husband, <laughs> helping me to learn those along the way. So all right. We'll give those guys props. All right. All right. Cassie's <laughs> the one doing it now. So, all right. But, but, but thank you for your help. Uh, the folks who did help Cassie, the men who helped her, that was good. Do your husbands ever get involved, like, or as far as helping you or, um, or, or do you kind of rather that they not? <laughs> um, no, they're very helpful. Um, it actually throws people off when they find out that we're the ones who run the business and own it. Um, and we say that the husbands are home with the kids and we're out running an axe throwing business. <laughs> um, but like my husband built the targets for us. Um, he put them on wheels. They're like really nice and easy to move. Well, for the most part, nice and easy to move. Um, and you know, he, um, he watches, you know, my kid when, when we're at events and Cassie's husband has been sharpening all of our axes for us and cutting up boards and... <laughs> So we do get a little help from the guys. That's yeah. great, though, that they do that. that I mean, it, and, you know, it is a nice partnership then. You know, you guys are out doing it, but they're helping you as well. So that's great. Yeah. And it was um, a great feeling in the beginning coming to them with all of these ideas that they were so supportive. Oh, yeah. And they're like, yeah, whatever you need, you can do this. This is so exciting for yeah. you. They were so into it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And I, lo I love that they're home with the kids. I mean, come on. It's finally, we're getting a place where it's like, yeah, you guys stay home and, and you take care of the kids and we're going to be out. Uh, do you guys, so do you, you guys can set all that. That's got to be kind of heavy though, too. So you do your own setup and everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Well, um, our enclosure, we had one of our close friends, uh, Mike Conklin, build our enclosure for us. And I did tell him, like, it's going to be me and Cassie setting it up, so you have to make things a little lighter for us. Um, and he did so great. All of our panels are super light, and they all just kind of click together easily. The targets are the heaviest part, but, I mean. Um, but Sarah's husband, Josh, yeah. you know, each time, the first few times we did these things, you know, we tweaked something different. Like, hey, can you build this latch here? Can you make this, you know, can you angle this a little differently? So there was a learning curve. Mm -hmm. um, and it's great to know that we can do it ourselves. In the beginning, I think yes. we were really reluctant to let people help us, like, guess the party. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't want men to help us. <laughs> yeah. Like, I hate asking men for help. So we're like, no, we're strong, independent women. We can do this ourselves. But then when we have to tall the target up this, like, 20-foot hill, we're like, yeah. um... Maybe we need help. <laughs> we are capable, but we also are very gracious when someone yes. offers to help. <laughs> that is the perfect combination. Uh, like you said, Sarah, like that's totally me. Like, I don't need no stinking help and I'm an independent <laughs> woman. But then it's kind of like, um, uh, hey, um, uh, this is kind of heavy. <laughs> if you yeah. want to be a gentleman, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we had like a graduation party that was like we had to haul the stuff like up a hill. And at the end of the night, actually, the, all the younger guys helped us out quite a bit, which was great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that's when I guess you can turn on the, I mean, if we wanted to, the little batting of the eyelashes. Like, oh, my God, you guys are so sweet. Thank you so much. <laughs> Why not? If they want to help, let them do what they want to do, right? Yes, <laughs> so, yeah. No, but in all seriousness, it is great that you have the support of your husbands, too. Because, I mean, it does, whether it's you guys or if you were men doing this, it's a partnership, right? To have your partner involved, supportive, and not resentful, but just because otherwise it wouldn't work because you're going to be out and about, you're going to be spending time on this. And I imagine a lot of it's probably on a weekend, right? If you're doing like some kind of parties and fairs and yeah. things. All weekends. Mm -hmm. If somebody wants to plan any parties on the weekday, we will definitely come. We have nothing to do on the weekdays. We will be free on Tuesday <laughs> afternoons, everyone. <laughs> So those are going to definitely probably be open this summer, people. So if you want to like a Tuesday afternoon throwing, that would actually be kind of good, though, I would think for some businesses, right? Because I mean, if they want something for their employees, that yeah. might actually be a decent time for them to to get them out doing some stuff, especially in the nice weather. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Have I would you done love I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I would love to get like some bigger companies to book some corporate events and do some team building activities. I like that would be so fun. That's like right up our alley, what we're aiming for. Yeah. And I, I think you mentioned too, that you had done a college Sarah, and that's like, they have those huge parking lots. So, I mean, honestly, it would be uh, for orientation or homecoming, all those types of events. This would be really a, a cool thing for them to do. Oh Yeah. That's awesome. So you guys, what is it? So last summer was your first summer mm -hmm. in business. Is that right? So we're, you're coming on just about maybe this summer will be like a year in business. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So what, I mean, obviously you learn a lot in a year and you're really still a young business and, and you'll continue to learn. Anybody who keeps their eyes open and is willing to learn and that's key in a, any business, you're going to keep learning lessons, right? But what else do you see yourself doing? Are you happy? Like, cause I mean, you have enough on your plates right now. Is there anything like a bigger ambition or is there anything else that you're thinking, you know, once we get through this year, maybe we could do this. Is there anything in the distance that you could see that you might want to do differently or add on? Well, 
my initial idea for this axe throwing business was something bigger. It was, I'm picturing like, you know, this big, nice building where you have like axe throwing on one side and then on the other side you have like maybe lanes that you can rent out and um, rent out like those giant yard games and like have like a game night and because there really is nothing in the area like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like everything sort of shuts down around here in the mm-hmm. winter. So it'd be great to have like just all sorts of summer activities indoors. Yeah. Yeah. So you just need like basically I'm picturing like a giant warehouse or something like that or a big old like big old garage like really big and then having the axe throwing but then having like those giant connect fours or like you know any kind of things that you could throw that you normally would do outside you just need a lot of space people I think would eat that up because it's something especially when you get cabin fever and you're like Mm -hmm. okay I don't want to just sit and watch tv like I want to do something that I'm missing from the summertime Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely I mean that's that is my vision for the future. And, you know, because we need a building, I don't know how soon that future will be. (laughs) Um, So it made the most sense to start doing mobile. Um, And they have mobile trailers that you can throw the axes on. Like you just like pull up to the place and jump on the back and start throwing axes. Um, That wasn't really within our um, means, our budget when we started. Um, so we got our enclosure built and we just kind of manually set everything up. Um, but I am hoping to eventually have an axe throwing trailer and then hopefully the building. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the order that I think is going to happen. Next steps. So the progression. Yeah. And I think I, <clears throat> excuse me, I was at Settlers in, uh, last, I think it was last May and they had some, and I forget the name of the company, but I think I know what you're like, where you could actually walk up the metal steps and it was yes. like part of the truck like where they, and I think maybe just two, uh, two. Uh, targets where people could yeah. go up and do it. Yeah. And so that would probably be, would that be like, I know it's more expensive. Is that easier for trans for transporting or? That would be way easier as far as setup goes. You know, right now we're having to, you know, manly, manually set up each section of the caging to keep everything enclosed and safe. Um, and there's about an hour. Yeah. Yeah. About an hour to set up. So that would cut off a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know, that we have to spend on an event. Yeah. And anything that does that, you know, as they say, time is money, right? And, and, and your own effort too. why work harder than you need to and right, be yeah. all like, like sweaty and like, whew, got to take a break here. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I mean, not like it's, I don't want to say it's hard. It's not hard work that we do. We love doing what we do, mm-hmm. but at the end of the event, when we're like, oh, we have to tear down, <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, this is going to take forever. We're tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a necessary evil. You have fun, but you're like, okay, now we got to do this stuff and then we're yeah. done. Wrap it up. Yeah. And that's understandable. There's for every business, there's parts where you're like, I really don't want to do this, but you have to do it. It's necessary. Um, but you're, you're meeting a lot of great people. You're having fun at these events and, uh, and it's great. People are, are you finding that people are hearing about you because they've heard of, of you from other other people like word of mouth or on Facebook or, or you know do you, how do you think they're hearing about you now I'm pretty sure it's been mostly word of mouth um like word of mouth first and then maybe Facebook second mm-hmm. that's 
every once in a while we'll get a random message and there's like, oh, we just, you know, we just found you. Like we just, I popped up on their Facebook and that's how they see us. So okay. honestly, I don't know what I would do without social media. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of it, but with running a new business, it's like, I mean, it's been everything. It's been how we booked almost all of our events. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I think a lot of people probably feel that way. I say that to mm -hmm. a lot of people too, where like I scroll through in the morning and I'm rolling my eyes so hard they're gonna like give me an aneurysm <laughs> yeah. at some of the bs that's out there but at mm -hmm. the same time anyone who has a business and who isn't on it is being a little foolish because it's free i mean it right. can be a real pain in the ass some of the algorithms you know not everybody sees your stuff and there's kind of crap but to have a business it's where people are it's you meet people they say you meet people where they are and they're on there so mm -hmm that's where you'll find them. So that's, that's, you know, that's where you have to be. Um, as we wrap up here, is there anything, first I want to ask if there's anything else you want to say and any advice that you would give to any, um, again, I know men too, but I, I like to gear this toward women. I want any women listening who are like, Oh, I have this idea, but it's not possible. Cause I heard you guys say, which I love, you're like, don't, you know, it's at first thinking that maybe you couldn't do it, but you're doing it. So I always like to say, don't, don't think to yourself, you can't do stuff, but any advice or tips that you might offer somebody out there who's thinking of starting a business and they're just maybe on the fence or they're nervous? I think maybe I would just say, you know, there's got to be a step you can take. Mm -hmm. Take a step, learn something new, um, start small. Anything's possible. I know that yeah. all sounds really <laughs> cheesy, but, it, but it's so true. Um, it's a lot of hard work. I never would have pictured I think this time last year, we were just sort of, you know, brainstorming ideas and like, wow, this would be kind of cool. So what we, we have taken from just an idea, a fun night out into a business, this adventure has been wild. And it's been like, amazing. And like with me, I never, ever thought that I could run my own business. I just never saw it for myself. I just never knew that I could, never knew I could do it. And I didn't think I could do it until I told Cassie my idea. And she was like, that's freaking fantastic. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, like Cassie said, just like take at least one little step towards it. It doesn't have to happen fast. You know, nothing that we're doing, you know, it's, nothing's happening fast for us. It's the steps you have to take. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And other, you know, Cassie, you said, uh, oh, that, that may sound cheesy, but you know what, it's, we see so much out there, but a lot of the times just take it apart. It is true. I mean, especially I, I will pull one of the things that you said. I love, oh, take one step. That's people we get overwhelmed when we see all the steps. And the idea is one, because honestly, if you're busy, you already have a day job or whatever. One step could be just researching and learning what it is you're going to need, because that will tell you a lot, right? Or one step is calling, you know, maybe reaching out to the bank and asking about a loan or their special uh, loans for women and grants and things. So one step can it, and it could also tell you that you don't want to do that particular business or maybe right. now is not the right time but it's it's taking the step because you know again to to do another cliche it's like uh, what, what the shot the worst shot the best shot or the one whatever the hell they say about the shot you don't take you'll never know if you right. don't try it'll always be the well i didn't think it would work well do you know did you try? Right. And you guys have, have tried and, you know, I could do a whole bunch of cheesy puns right now. I like you're sharp <laughs> women and you're hitting the target and oh, that good stuff. Oh, but I'll try not to. 
<laughs> I love a good pun. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, Sarah. I eat them up. I absolutely, the more puns, the better. Although when I see them on the news, I roll my eyes because, uh, yeah. because, but <laughs> all right. So before we close up here, I just want to say to make sure my listeners check out endless mountain ax throwing. So you are on Instagram and you're on Facebook. Um, And that's the best place they can reach you. um, They can message you through Facebook and Mm -hmm. find you. And if you're interested in doing this for the summer, you better not wait. So talk to whoever has the purse springs, the checkbook and whatever, you know, whoever the party's for, and you better reach out to them and get booking soon. Uh, Anything else you'd want to say in closing as we wrap up? I mean, not really. We just, you know, we look forward to getting our name out there and building our business. And we hope that we have, you know, the community backing us and yeah, we just can't wait to have everyone throw. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Well, I want to thank you both for joining me tonight. Again, it is Cassie Wilkins and Sarah Schwartztrauber of Endless Mountain Axe Throwing. And remember Mm -hmm. they're mobile. They can come to you, whether you're having a party or if you're an organization looking for something fun, you know, a lot of people were locked up for Zoom or for Zoom, yeah, for pande- the pandemic and on Zoom. And it would be great to see people in person. Although remember that you cannot throw the axe at your boss or your least favorite coworker. <laughs> you can imagine their face there, but that's between you and your whatever. <laughs> you just can't <laughs> physically do it. <laughs> but you do whatever works for you. Get the stress out. It'll be fun. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys again. And uh, to my listeners, I do appreciate you. As I always say, it means so much that you listen. If you like the episode, be sure to share, subscribe, and enjoy March. Spring is coming. And March 30th, I will be actually at the Village Venue on Facebook. Check out Village Venue. Check out Funny Wine Girl Janine. We're having a bad axe ladies night. You can listen to comedy. You can throw some axes. You can have some drinks. So many ways to de-stress and have a ball. So I hope you'll join us. And as I always say, I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart and the bottom of my wine glass.